Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home and welcome to The Waitlist. Those of you that are new to uh, the show or, you know, haven't listened in a while, uh, The Waitlist is uh, a show that we do that's a topic-based show when we're uh, off doing other things. <laughs> really, Tom doing other things at this point. Well, that's that's a fair. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's too much of Tom work that needs to get done <laughs> that uh, when he goes away, it makes it difficult. It it does it does. Uh, but I'm going to be away for a long time because it'll do two wait lists, and then I'm in Disney. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be gone until like what's the next show that you're going to? Wow, do? I don't have to record a show for like four weeks. I, I mean, pretty wow. much craziness, man. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be uh, going to be weird. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it is because I'm I'm going to be gone the next two weekends. That's so okay. Gonna... Tom's allowed to be gone. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Sure. What do you mean? Maybe you think? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I guess. There's a lot of. T- I like that you called it Tom work. That's uh... <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. That's definitely a thing on the podcast. So before we even get started, because there is no episodes for me to pub stuff, I, I feel like I have to pub it in the wait list. Okay, so everyone, go All listen right. to my son's new song, Nikki Caps, on Spotify or any of the other ones. He's got a new song. We're doing publicity for it. I didn't realize like how hard like marketing and publicity is. Like the podcast for us kind of just did its own. Yeah, right? it's like, true. it really did. Just, yeah, it's like, gosh, yeah. it's kind of hard doing. Yeah, we, this. we got lucky, really, with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we uh, did a little bit of stuff, like where bit. we were going to groups and recommend. Like people would be like, oh, what podcasts do you listen to? And we would like recommend, but like Not for the most part, though. we stopped yeah. doing that a long time ago. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. So anyway, he he needs some some listens there. It's Christian hip hop. So go go listen, help him out, spread the word. There we go. Gotcha. Right on. Now we can talk about our wait list. Yeah, so we have no topic, listener questions. We have no nothing. Just, no, no. There's, there's no. I, I know we feel lost here because there's not even a rundown, right? Like no. usually, we have, we have a, a, a question that we're going to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we a just question, have a single a, question. A single question, and that single question is: We decided in the, uh, you know, since we just found out that the the Star Cruiser is going to be closing uh, after September, uh, you know, what could we come up with? Uh, that they're going to use that they could or should use that building for in the future. And, and I think that becomes a thing, right? Could and should are two different things. They are. Um, yeah. for, for me, what I would really love to see that turn into is kind of like one of those, you know, things like they have it like a, a theater, like, you know what I mean? Like dinner theater. So Ooh, like a di- okay because like, they have all that all that stage space where they you, do you like have that, that show. already yep so yeah. what I'm saying is is they they have the facilities to do the food they have the facilities to put on like a little bit of a show and it could even be a show that kind of made its way around um, the ship right it doesn't ne- necessarily necessarily have to be a static show like what was the Tina and whatever's wedding remember that thing that was going on like you were kind of part of the wedding sort oh of yeah thing. yeah like, uh, I forget but, what like, it's called though. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, that, but it could be that interactive theater. Interactive kind of theater, yeah. And I think that you start to solve some of the problems that you have with the place, right? Like, okay, so you know, it wasn't necessarily cost effective, and, and that's just our guess. Again, we don't see the the bottom line, so we don't know. I mean, it's an assumption of ours that it wasn't cost effective. 
and that, you know, you'd have to keep on a lot of cast members to continue. But I, I think this would be something where it wouldn't be so bad. You're running it once a day. It doesn't even have to be every day, right? You can kind of get a feel for what you want, but you do want to keep those cast members on. So it would be great if it was once a day. You pay a cost for that, kind of like you do for character dining. You know how everyone loves character dining. Hoop so, do. Yeah. You, you like exactly the same thing as Hoop do, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the cost is going to be a lot higher because you are getting a show, right? So yeah. that's not a true, honest to goodness show. So yeah, but that's kind of what my thought suggests. I don't see where. You know, you have to worry so much then about, you know, the money. I mean, I guess the cast members could be doing other things in Star Wars as well. Like, you could kind of have them doing stuff during the day in Galaxy's Edge and then bring them over for that. I kind of feel like, you know, if we want to start from a business standpoint, like what kind of makes sense. That's how, like, that's for me, that's kind of one end of it. And then the other end would just be turning it into a different hotel. Right, which we I think we all probably have this idea of could you make a DVC hotel out of it, right? All stars, new all stars hotel. <laughs> it's too small for all stars. Yeah, it's like a thousand rooms. <laughs> like, I, I, I think it would have to be all stars know, wars. Yeah, all stars wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it would have to be kind of that boutique experience that they're talking about. But I, I think part of the problem with that was having that show, right? So I think you either you, you lean into one of the one or the other. Yeah. You lean you either into eliminate the, show. the hotel piece, or yes. you, and keep the show, or you yeah eliminate the show and keep the hotel because yeah. I think you could do very small things with a hotel. Like it was interesting when you know we went to um, Dollywood and there's a Christmas time in which we really kind of like right they do like a small little christmas thing every night super small not a big deal right like santa reads does some cookies you know boom you're done i think you could keep it as a hotel with way less cast members so not necessarily a story but maybe just some more interactions and then call it a day so, those are so you're my saying like thoughts. Chewbacca just wanders around the lobby every once in a while takes some pictures <laughs> with people yeah, ma- like- maybe a little bit more than that but not much more than that yes yeah all right See, like, I kind of prefer the other way where you make it Star Wars hoop-de-doo, where it's like, it's like a two-hour dinner show experience. Yep. You do you do the dinner part, you know, because they already have that set up, like you said, right? Like, they've got the restaurant set up, they have the space for them to perform, and then maybe they do a little show out in the lobby, and then you're out of there, you know? Do you think that they could do it for lunch and dinner and be yeah. profitable? Yeah. I mean, I, hoop-de-doo review does how many shows a night or a day? I mean, they do several, uh, right? Three. I believe it's three a day. Yeah, I mean, so and there's there's a decent sized cast in that, right? But I mean, it, it's yeah. very controlled, though. Is that like it, sure. like the? It, I guess this is the thing. Like you're talking about is that it would be a very like you couldn't just hang out there. It would be you're here from like you know the next hour or hour and a half, and you're out, right? Well, you can even make it right so that while you're waiting to go into dinner, you're hanging out in the lobby, and they do a pre-show there, right? So mm-hmm. like they have some sort of pre like the like the the ending show that I I saw videos of right where they like have the lightsaber battles and all that stuff right and then and and that way you get it out of the way while people are just waiting it's just you know like the the pre show room that were to make it feel like you're waiting less time right and then and then you go into the dinner and then they have the whole dinner show thing like I I don't know I think that could work okay I mean they make it worth with do like I said I mean but at the same time you're then you're utilizing what like a quarter of the of the building you know but but yeah. what if you had multiple of those going on what do you mean like well, multiple <clears throat> shows at once oh yeah well, I guess yeah you you could re 
reutilize the space so you can like double yeah. up on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I think they only have the one dining room though. They'd have to like you're saying like do construction and well, no, 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 no. room. But if so, they're getting rid of the hotel, like yeah. it's that's a ton of space. Where like and not only that, are. but like you know, like when you have um right that you have a dinner show, you could do it where there's dinner then something or something then dinner, right? You could just have it where you're flip flopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that true. way you're utilizing all the areas. And again, I would say it's more of an interactive show. So you could keep some of the rooms open. Plus, I think what you do is you flip the rest of the rooms into like offices for, for Disney and bring people that work at Disney proper in there. It just that would be awesome. Imagine you do that where you're working. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's I mean, that's an interesting idea. That'd be such a weird place to work. Um, I just like I would hate it, would it really, though. I mean, if you're working at Disney already, I, it would be I awesome. Is what it would be. Yeah. The problem is that there's no real windows, right? So, like, I mean, yeah. I think I would get PowerPoint a little presentations galore. <laughs> what present? What do you mean presentations galore? No, like what I'm saying, like if you're presenting on a call, it could yeah. be the screen in your PowerPoint. Like if you're doing work, it's the like window. It could be a monitor. The screen window. <laughs> yeah, just be your monitor, and you're working. Like that's right. your external monitor. There you go. And you got a you got a private bathroom right there in your office, you know, exactly. which is is nice to have. Um, <laughs> I you know it's, it's interesting though because I could see them still utilizing the hotel aspect for like special events or something. You know what I mean? Like hmm. maybe like a one night thing that they do well, that's like a special paid event. Well, what about if it wasn't even that, but it was kind of like where they used it for the business end of it, so that you conference know, type stuff, their own personal stuff, like. Wedding venue. Well, it could be a wedding venue, sure. Um, I just don't know. Oh, man, that wedding would be really expensive. But I, I'm almost <laughs> thinking, I, I like this this conference idea. Like, conference if you're bringing in everyone, that's not a bad idea. Problem is, you only have a hundred rooms, right? So, like, and then you're renting out the whole facility, right? Yeah, Unless and then, yeah, and then there's like Coronado has like that's the conference center. So, but not conference kind of- center for external. Internal just just for their own stuff, stuff. like okay, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I can see it as a wedding venue. You know, you know, somebody, yeah. some yeah, Uber Star Wars fans with money would. Pay hey, listen, I, I agree with you, but I just don't know. Like, so what are you getting in this when wedding venue? Are you getting a show or just straight wedding venue? If it's just straight wedding venue, okay, but I just think it's going to be you know not being used all the time. But that, yeah, but that's I mean, the problem, right? Is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because there's there's not a lineup of people for Star Wars weddings that it would be booked on a regular. I mean, there basis. might be for the first year, but then that's kind of the problem they oh, ran into, right? Does it matter though, right? Like, because the building's there anyway, right? Like, so they're paying for. I mean, there's still maintenance for. on the building, though. Yeah, no, of course, but they're not going to just let it sit there and rot. I don't think. Like, I just don't believe that they're going to do uh, that. River Country. I think they're going to use Wait, it for what? stuff. Like, I I think like, they're going to Discovery come up with Island. Ideas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> River Discovery. Country, Discovery Island. Uh, like, yeah. Okay, that's fair, but that was different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is different. Okay. <laughs> There was animals um, involved there. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's <laughs> not a river country. I mean, all right, listen, that's not the same thing as this. I, I see, but I think they if what if they offered it as a wedding venue and it only happened like what? twice a year, listen, like I think there's still probably we, we don't have that. the void anymore. What if they just turned it into oh. straight up Star Wars laser tag? Boom, done. Oh, that's it. Yeah. It's oh, the best okay. thing ever invented. And you've charged a million dollars. We're all going. Yeah, Damon, Damon, you you've hit I on think something. I won this one. I won the wait list. Everybody. Okay, okay hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. 
Trevor wants did, to did, flesh this out. He has to flesh it out. Wait, g- g- give me a second. I'm brainstorming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, because the thing is, because uh, I was thinking about the problem is, is you've got that connection, like like they have the truck transport between um, Hollywood yep. Studios yep. and mm-hmm. the hotel, right? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, you know, for any kind of stuff like this, how do you do that? But then it's like, oh, well, you know, you're getting there to get to a show. So, so like, yeah, like it feels like awkward that way. But if you make the whole building, like, because the thing is, is the whole building is the experience right now. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you turn it into like, like you said, crank up the void, like it's just full on, like you're in a Star Wars ba- battle. You know, it, it, Laser yeah. tag battle, right? Think about yeah. it. And, and it's just, you're just like going through a star cruiser like that's crazy. And the amount of money that you could flip on that, you just run battles every hour, let's say every two hours, just because right. Two hour battle. I'm paying a boatload of money. You don't even have to ask me twice. And it's literally rebels empire battle it out. Laser tag. Yeah. And, and that fills in, you know, people are, are, you know, battling one another so like you you can you can still throw in character actors to help kind of absolutely move things along but the the whole experience comes from just like like you said that that team versus team i think uh, you you cut down on cms you cut down on food you up the cost dramatically because you're flipping money hour over hour now Mm mm-hmm all right i mean all right next episode yeah if if you're gonna do that right like you need to have like if you're going to be part of like Empire, right? Like yeah, I yeah. feel like the vests need to be themed to like st- stormtroopers, right? Like you need to look, yeah, you need to have like blasters, like they, it has to be themed stuff. It can't they need be- to have their own like like boarding area. Like, like mm-hmm. if you're going Rebel side, you board in one area. If you're going, yep. um, yeah, if you're going Empire, you're boarding somewhere else. And so they and they can do the you know transport. It, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they they could probably do it into like either end of the building because it's i don't even know if you really even need to go that far i think you can reuse the transport everyone could come in together because i almost think that you're not going to want people to get um to know what side they're on until they're in i just think it creates transport so so you're not choosing you're just getting i think you you got a lot of weird interactions on the transport should you not do that right like there's some really competitive people so yeah okay so so this is the thing is i've i've done competitive laser tag before Mm -hmm. i've done a lot of paintball yeah corporate corporate events and stuff and Mm um you know and and actually was even with my brother because we were working at the same company for a little while and the thing was is that if if we weren't able to plan our team um strategy would have just gone out the window and it would have been less fun for me. But I, I know what you're saying is that, you know, you're not, not it's not at that level, right? Not everybody the, strategizes, but I would love to have the opportunity to be like, you know, at least well, listen, hey, me and my family are on the same team. Yes. You and your family are definitely in the same group. It's okay. just that the, the family, like outside of your family group is different, right? So when you check in, you're checking in with your family or your group, right? Cause it could be more than just your family per se. Mm-hmm. Right. They have to balance out the numbers. Right. And then you kind of go. But you don't know what side you're on until you get in, which I think is appropriate. Um, Do you know what needs to make this even better? Um, A garbage pit. (laughs) (laughs) Besides that. Well, I'm sure they could slot it in somewhere, but (laughs) there actually needs to be a third faction. It can't just be one V or like 
like one side versus the other because they're in the Star Wars universe. There is like there's the rebels, there's the Empire, and then there's the but traitors, you know, bounty but, hunters, so, so, kind so, of so, like independent. So let those people though, the bounty hunters and stuff, be played by cast members, right? Okay. And they can just kind of keep it interesting. Let's say, right? Well, so I, they could be. Because I, I think figured, if you introduce the third faction, right, you, you want to make sure that you're getting five-year-olds playing, right? And I, it's, it's unfortunate right. that – but you have to make sure everyone plays. So I, I just don't – I think a third faction kind of complicates it a little bit. You, you're not going to be in there for a whole day. It's not going to be like real laser tag. No, it would be like an hour. It, it's an hour. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's an hour. And then it's experience. Now, the question is, how much are you paying for that? Because it can't be part of what's going on. You have to pay. has to be – Yeah. I mean, at the very least, void prices probably even. What was the void? You could probably even go double void, void prices because I mean, I think, think so. about think about how many people you're getting through there per day. That's what I'm saying. Like that is yeah. now all of a sudden this becomes a money maker, right? And you're just pumping people through this thing. It's taking people out of the park, which again is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I mean, I would love that experience because don't you always kind of dream like when you're when you're playing like laser tiger paintball, like it's kind of a dream to like play something like this. Have it actually like themed and not the. Um, yeah. And I, and I think kind I, I of think, trying to. <laughs> yes. I, I think yeah. the only problem that we have here is this is Disney, right? Yeah. yeah. So how do we keep nonsense out of this? Right. Because even, you, you know. Yeah. You have paintball, you have laser mm-hmm. tag, you have this, there's nonsense. Nonsense transpires. I didn't get hit. That person cheated. Like th- you have all that. How do you limit that? Well, I yeah. mean, kind of the same way you do in laser tag. Sorry. Go ahead, Tom. Um, no, I was going to say to the surprise of nobody. Uh, when I was a teenager, I actually worked at a laser tag place. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best job I ever had. I wish I still had it uh, making $6 an hour or $5 an hour, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, so like I used to, you know, I used to be the referee guy walking around the walking around while people were playing laser tech. And, you know, people just getting hurt all the time or like running into each other or like you said, Damon, like, you know, breaking stuff or breaking the rules or just, yeah, there's it's really hard to prevent shenanigans from going on, right? Yeah, so I think what you'd have to do is you'd have to dumb it down enough that the shenanigans were non-existent. You kind of know what I'm saying? Like where it's almost like this is what this is what I'm thinking. So when you go in, there's like, there's no real interaction with the competition or scoring until the game's over. Okay. Okay. So I think that kind of stops your shenanigans a little bit. Listen, you want to cover your thing up. There's a hundred people on each side or whatever, you know, whatever number we have, it's a little irrelevant, but there's no like, Hey, I have anything that shows really how many times I've gotten hit or hit other people besides me counting on my own of how many times I've gotten hit. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And then I think at the end, there's a presentation. Boom. There's a number, you know, 49,000 to 48,000, you know, yeah. rebels win. Rebel, All right. Rebels. See you later. Yeah. See you later. Everyone get out. What, right. Like, the, I think you got to do something. Like that. So I think that eliminates a lot of that. That's kind of how it went when, or at least the laser tag place in my city, that's how it would operate is that you didn't have any knowledge of like who or who shot you and stuff like that. And you mm-hmm. didn't know where you really were in the standings. No running the scores, end. yeah. Yeah, and then, and then at the end, everyone got their tally, and you actually got a score sheet because you got you had different points that you would get. Like, there was like six points on the, the vest you could get hit on, and it would tally up points based on where you got hit. And 
that and that determines your score at the end of it. So mm. I, I feel they could do something like that. And then and then back to the point about, you know, cheaters and stuff is that I mean, one, it's Disney, you know, can set it up in such a way that they have, you know, monitoring, you know, marshals keeping tabs on things. And then um like again, what I've seen more recently with with um places like this is that they can actually um put people into timeout. Oh so yeah. If, if you're getting oh, yeah. like really out of control they just shut down your pack and they're like, you know, you're out for five or 10 minutes or whatever. So, you know, but Disney doesn't want to deal with any of that. That's the listen, thing, right? I could do that when, you know, when I was, when I was working at laser tech place, I had a remote control that I would walk around with and I could press a button that would just deactivate them for like a minute. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I could like yeah. turn them off for like a minute if they were misbehaving. Like, so yeah, I, they could totally do that. I, I did want to say like, what about to your void idea, Damon, right? Like instead of laser tag, we go to not full VR, but go to AR, and instead of them going against each other... But you hate AR. I don't hate AR. I don't have a problem with AR. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate AR. Why? Because of the Mario Kart thing? You hate AR. Uh, I don't, <laughs> if AR's done well, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. it. But I mean, wouldn't that be cool, though, too? Like, if you're walking around, and instead of shooting at each other, you're shooting at, you know, things that are... So, like, a ride. Targets and stuff. Not a ride, but, like, you know... Well, I mean, it would be kind of like and, a ride, though. You know, huh? I mean, it would kind of be like a ride, which would be fine. It would just be walking, though, mm-hmm. instead. I mean, you're not actually, like, you know. I actually like that better than a ride, because then you can actually, like, aim and whatnot without getting thrown around in a vehicle. Yeah, it's it's basically the void, except with VR. Instead of VR, it's AR, you know? Might and you're walking bad. around the well, Star Wars. And and then the, the other thing that, that comes up is, right, is that you have Universal sitting over there absolutely caking out on Halloween because they have... Oh, yeah. They're haunted stuff, right? Yeah. Is this just the perfect Death Trooper-like experience? <laughs> I mean, it is. An adult's night for, for... Well, just, just for that. So yeah. I, I think... And again, what I'm kind of thinking of is that you utilize this to its actual maximum potential without having to retain cast members. So again, this would just be a use during that season with whatever other use that it has. But... If you had that ship themed, again, Death Troopers is perfect. There's a book written, right? It's not canon anymore, I guess, right? I don't think it is. I don't think uh, that's I, I, Yeah, Extended Universe stuff seems to have all been... Yeah, So, but it doesn't matter. They write their own even better than they make money from the book as well, right? Great. Mm-hmm. They they write their own new Death Troopers or something. Listen, a little less Death Troopery, right? Like, a, less death, a little less, less Death Troopery. Softer Death Trooper. A little softer. <laughs> um, but I think if you do something like that on top of whatever your other plan is... That allows you to compete a little bit because, look, while we want to say that they're not going after the same audience, it, it really is – they're going after money. And, well, yeah, and it's all the same money at the end of the day. So I don't know. I wouldn't mind that. I think that would be a fun experience and, and I would pay – I would – listen, if it was done well, I'd almost pay crazy prices to do something like that. And – to your point, that that's kind of one of the big things that um, seems like was lacking with uh, the the current hotel or, or the hotel that's shutting down is that um, you know it's very much perceived as a one and done, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, e- yeah. Even even though it's branching or you know the story can change and stuff, um, overall the the end result is the same. So it's kind of you know well once you've done it you've done it. But, you know, to your point of, yeah, if they set this up that it was, you know, this, you know, uh, a game or an, or an interactive experience, but 
it had a seasonal rotation to it. Mm. Um, that means, I mean, like shoot. exactly what you're saying is, you know, people have a reason to come back and check it out at different times a year. <laughs> Trevor, they do Halloween like all year. I feel like now, anyway. So yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, d- don't get me started on. Uh, hey, um, could you, could you imagine the Christmas special that. redone? Listen, we'll go from Halloween Ooh, yeah. to the Wookiee <laughs> Christmas special. Life Day. <laughs> life Day, we're all good there, right? Sorry. Star Wars Life Day. <laughs> I, I, I brought this up before, but I'm going to bring it up again. What if they, to Damon's point, right? So, like, they can go two routes with what I'm about to say. You got, I mean, you probably know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I say they, they do, I mean, they could even do this for Halloween. They could turn it into the Nostromo and do an alien thing for Halloween, but make it an escape room. <laughs> like you have to that is a crazy huge escape room yes it is it's almost too big isn't it i don't know i'm sure they can it, it, it is it. i mean that because that's hard because they're like escape escape rooms are entirely yeah. built on detail and when you've got like the rooms are almost too yeah, big. like when, when you've got a room that's like uh you know a scale of seven or eight times larger than any other escape room guaranteed people are not going to catch like you know oh the key to get out of here was actually on you know you know the 10 meters down the left 21 yeah it, right is <laughs> the wrong word <laughs> the wrong word yeah it's more like so, you're in the hotel and you know the xenomorph is somewhere in the hotel with you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's even worse that, I, I would be so down for that like like a, a xenomorph based thing but yeah. that just would not work for disney I, I, I want to change. I'm just saying, if Disney went crazy yeah. and went, went so, okay, so, with it, you know? so so here, here's here's where I want to completely change gears on this. We've been talking entirely about Star Wars. Yeah, I want this to be an Indiana Jones interactive experience. Well, then they got to redo the whole thing. Yeah, but know. they're redo like it's closing anyway. What's like yeah. they got to retheme all of it then, though? You know, yeah, which they could, but they could, but yeah. think, think about this. You, you know, back to your point about the. Uh, you know, the xenomorph is that, you know, some of those long hallways, you can repurpose that with a boulder at the yeah. end that, you know, you know, they, they can do new ways to make, you know, a boulder seem like it's moving at you when it's not or, or you know, it's on, I don't know, like a like they've got like <laughs> repurpose one of the droids, but it's got like a big boulder face in front of it or something. <laughs> but but, you know, just to completely change it, but also still make it relevant to Hollywood studios is what I'm thinking. Like, like just, you. You, you know, change it to something else or like change the IP. It doesn't have to be a Star Wars IP. And I just think, you know, Indiana Jones is really lacking in um, experiences and especially now that they're kind of like revisiting it. But they're revisiting it for a finale, I feel like. Right. Like, well, what does that for- mean going forward? For the finale with Harrison Ford, yes, that I mean, doesn't mean that yeah. that universe is done necessarily. Yeah, but I mean, what is Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford, though? Right? Like, I know they, I they tried to pass still the baton already. They tried to pass the baton already. It didn't really work out, right? So yeah. the ride's still good, and the show's right. still yeah. good. Yeah, like, I, agree. I agree. I think it could have lasting power. I, I'm still stuck on this idea of the dinner show, like turning into hoop to do Star Wars. Like, I just I feel like they could do it. And they can make really good money on it, and like it would work. The, the funny thing is, is it, yeah. it already had that. It's just it was wrapped into the That's larger experience. Yeah. Yeah. You eliminate all the expensive parts of it, basically. All the running a hotel, um, you know, they still have some performers and stuff, but like they don't have to run a hotel anymore. They just have to run a dinner show. Like, 
I mean, I think people would pay for that. I would probably do it. I mean, you do a dinner show, you do the Star Wars-y kind of food, like, you know, the they had all that really weird and cool food. Like, that would be kind of a cool experience. I'd probably do it. Now, I don't know how many people they can fit in that dining room because I, I don't know how big it is. So maybe it's not practical. Maybe they can only fit like 50 people in there and then it just becomes just not enough capacity. But I don't know. I just yeah. I'm stuck on that idea. Like I just do not see Disney just closing this or, and doing nothing with it. There's so much they can do with upsell stuff where they can make money on it. I just you know like the wedding venue thing too. I feel like it's going to happen. I don't know why. I just feel like so, it's good. <laughs> again, I'm being that this is reckless speculation. I'm saying you know your your dining room experience thing. Why could they not repurpose like more than half of where the hotel rooms are and like make good. three dining rooms? They could, and yeah. triple, you know, triple the capacity on it. And then, you know, more dining, you know, throughout the day, you've got like, you know, nine dining experiences running. Right. I'm just like, thinking like, does Disney want to spend more money on this? Probably not. I'm just thinking like, well, what would they do to try to u- use utilize what they have without spending any more money? You know what I mean? That's where my mind's at. But uh, you're right. They could. I mean, they have all the space. They could just tear out all the rooms and make more space. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel even building new dining rooms is not that expensive an endeavor because of the fact that they already have the template for it. That, Cause I, I know what you're saying is, you know, Disney doesn't like to spend money, but Disney will also reuse. Right. So yeah, yeah. if they can, you know, you know, copy that dining room three times, that may be justified enough for them to do it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we said we were going to keep these wait lists to a half hour. We're coming up on a half hour. Final thoughts on this. <laughs> like what you I, 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 I want to feel like I won. Tag. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like, like I just won. I didn't know that this was a competition, Damon. You, I like that earlier. Is. You said you know some people are really competitive, and you're claiming you won the episode. Yes, <laughs> I mean I have to this time because you know what? Because I didn't even think about it before. It just came to me. Just it just came to you. It just came to me. I, I'm down for laser tag. So yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I'm I in on that. I'm I'm I I'm with you guys. I'm down for laser tag too. I just in my mind, I'm just thinking that. I feel like it's really plausible that they could do a wedding venue or they could do the dining events. I just maybe, I, maybe you I, have dinner listen, after I, laser tag. Yeah, I give you the watch. dining events, the, the wedding venue thing. I just don't see it. I just don't think it's cost effective. Yeah, I, listen, there are some people that do Star Wars themed weddings. But, I mean, sure, but are yeah. you telling me there's going to be 365 of them a year, every year? Oh no, no. I, I I think that it's like one of those things that they would do like a couple times a year. But I mean, then they it's do just that cost effective. Yeah. But then they're charging a, like a hundred k plus for a wedding. They have to which... charge a million something a wedding. Yeah. I feel like to make that, <laughs> that effective. I mean, people rent out the entirety of Magic Kingdom for weddings, and it doesn't cost that much. It doesn't cost a million, but it's it costs a lot, obviously. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I just see it being plausible. I see them adding it to. I mean, re- remember you could rent out some rides and do it in rides. You could do it in the Great Movie Ride. You could have your wedding there. And we saw people renting out parts of Epcot when when uh, Trevor and I were there. Yeah, it's all uh, random totally, wedding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just I, could see I, it. I like, I, I like how we we went to closing thoughts, and you're still defending your wedding Fair. pavilion idea. I still, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. <laughs> right. Right. Thanks, been, everyone. <laughs> that's, been, that's been the wait list. Uh, thanks for listening to us talk about this. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole. Found her in a sugar bowl. Mm-hmm.